So today I'm really excited to have a new friend with me on the show. Andy Graham is CEO and managing partner of Big C, uh, based in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, you can actually check them out at bigc.co if you uh, want to jump over there while you're listening or watching to this. Um, Andy and I actually met back in October, just a few months ago, at a conference called AgencyCon in Breckenridge. And I was keynoting the conference and we ended up sitting together, struck up this conversation and um, everything that she was saying was really interesting to me in terms of how much transition and transformation her agency was going through. And I thought that would be a really, really great topic to bring to the audience. So really looking forward to talking about transitioning from um, a single ownership to a partnership model. I know a lot of you are thinking about that and have are always asking me questions about that. Um, transforming an agency from maybe typical web development methodologies to an agile firm. That's also something that you know comes with a lot of change and we did that at my own agency, so I have a lot uh, that resonates with me for that. Opening up maybe a second location and then how the culture of an organization impacts all of these things and vice versa. So mm -hmm. I know it's a lot um, to cover in, in a 15 <laughs> to 20 minute show, but I think we can do it. And Andy, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Kelly. Um, so let's start out with the origin story. Big sure. C, how did you found it? Um, what was the, the sort of the backstory there? And then how did you go from single owner to where you are today with the partnership? Sure. Um, I think like a lot of agency owners, I was an accidental entrepreneur. I just happened to be responsible, accountable. I'd answer the phone when people would call me and I do what I said I was going to do. So oh my God, <laughs> I know it. Trust me, it Mind still blowing. doesn't happen. Yeah, I, I know. know. Um, and it's so funny how many clients you hear that from. Well, the last people I called wouldn't even answer the phone when we, you know, right. so, right. um, uh, so it kind of started as I had a lot of freelance work and I was doing a master's degree and I was working half time at another agency and I kind of just happened to have some projects fall into my lap at a really opportune time in my life. Um, happened to be the week, the week that I gave birth to my daughter was the last week of paid income of any other, you know, on anybody else's dime. So uh, all those things kind of conspired. I hired a couple employees that first year and then it's just kind of grown organically through, through that. There's no outside investment. I have no debt. There's none of that. Mm -hmm. Um, and about three years ago, so that two, 2015, we'd had a really rough year, 2014 and 2015 were kind of rough. I was introducing marketing into the agency, but it hadn't taken off yet. Um, I, I knew I needed some retainer based income. I so was, it was just all project based before that. It was all project based, okay. which, wow. you know, is feast or famine. Yeah. And so there's a lot of, uh, I don't think I was making smart hiring decisions. I was quick to hire and slow to fire, which is exactly the opposite of what you're supposed to do. So I would hire just for to for workload and then have to support folks because I have an incredible indebtedness to the employees that we bring on. So, you know, I'm figuring out how to do this. And so it was a tough couple of years. We did great work and, um, you know, we stayed afloat, but I wasn't feeling really comfortable about where we were. So yeah. At that point, I was attending some agency owner events uh, around uh, through a company called the Bureau of Digital, yep. and I had um, I was just loving the interaction I had with really getting some of the the hard the difficult things I dealt with off my chest and talking to people who understood what I was going through, uh, something I hadn't found here in the area. 
when I got back to town after one of the conferences, I actually reached out to another agency owner here and he and I started having, we called it co-commiseration lunch where we'd talk about clients and projects and employees and running the agencies and how we did that. Um, and after a few months we started saying, well, this sounds really strange, but why wouldn't we do this together? Right. You know, we kind of dominate our, our regional market anyways. Why wouldn't we merge? And so after quite a few conversations, we ended up deciding to merge the two agencies it was really a seamless, we kind of put our, our um, you know, our team structures next to each other and, it, and they just fit together like a puzzle. We knew yeah. exactly who who's, would fill which role and where they would go. And that how never we happens, by the way. You, yeah. you know how rare that is. Yeah, it was very rare. Yeah. And we had it just, I don't even think we, we had one situation, one personnel situation where there was a conflict. So oh. um, it really merged very well. And it just had a lot of it to do with like who was more senior versus the others and things like that. Right. Um, luckily I have a team who support me completely and they were skeptical, but they went through it with us and, and, you know, it was that sort of storm norm form thing that everybody talks about. We thought we wouldn't go through because everything fit together, but you know, looking, looking back over the past three years, that was definitely what happened. So yeah. I went from being a sole owner to having two business partners. So 100% to 30%, 33.333%. So <laughs> Um, and we will touch on, you know, definitely the culture and the team and how important that is, sure. uh, you know, toward the end today. But um, let's kind of transition a little bit to the workflow and the methodology, because around the same time you went from, <laughs> you know, you basically said to the team, I think we should we should become an agile, uh, an, an agile shop. Mm -hmm. And so bringing in these new partners, having like this cross section or merge team structure, and now all of a sudden we're going to change everything about how you do what you do every day. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about why you did that and, and what was it that clicked for you that this is the approach that we should take? Sure. I had been doing a lot of research around how this might work for um, a marketing based agency. So we do traditional WordPress development, you know, start to finish waterfall whatever that is. Yep. When I was an agency with 10 to a 12 employees, it was easy to kind of throw work wherever anybody had time. There wasn't a lot of accountability around here was the estimate and here's how much you're working. Here are the, the, the smaller tasks, things like that. Yeah. It was whoever was available got things done. Mm -hmm. um, now with 20 some employees, we realized there had to be a lot more organization around the workflows themselves. Um, we wanted more accountability in our marketing retainers and have been doing a lot of research into agile marketing specifically and how those things worked. Um, and so we had been merged six months at this point when we decided to just pull the trigger. Wow. Um, I have a partner who is our COO, so he's our operations guy and he was just planning and planning and planning and planning. And I finally said, that's it. We're just doing it. It's starting August 1st. <laughs> We're going all in. And so we literally just, we set up some Trello boards. We had a sprint planning meeting. It was, you know, a, a complete cluster and the, for the first, it, but you just have to do it. You and so it's amazing how quickly, you know, we sat down, we did a huge leadership retreat on Friday and everyone around the table sat down and said, how did we ever get anything done before this was how we did it? Yeah. Because we have so much accountability now for every task that happens, where it's at in the process, who's in charge of it, who's leading it, which team is working on it. We have just so much more insight into how we work, yeah. why we work and, and where our money's going as well. So yeah. yeah. Great. No, and like I said, at the beginning of the show, that resonates with me tremendously because we weren't an agile shop until probably four, four or five years before I sold the agency. And looking back, I feel the same way. I don't know how we did what we did for yeah. almost 10 years before that. Um, and, but you, you take it to the point where right now you sort of position Big C as an agile digital marketing agency. I mean, you put it right up front there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
And it's important. It's important to us that people understand because what that does, being agile as a marketing agency allows us to pivot very quickly. We're not tied into here's your annual marketing plan. And oh, sorry, in May, we're going to be doing this, even though Google just, you know, changed their algorithm and you've dropped all your rankings. We didn't have an SEO plan in place right now. That's not until June. So, um, so we can pivot. We can, we, we are really data driven. We're watching, we're constantly watching metrics and changing what we're doing based on, on what we're seeing. So, and the um, clients are getting a ton of value out of that because of that ability to pivot. Yeah. And the, the other big thing we did, we went to Agile in August, but then in last January, we actually transitioned to cross-functional teams. And so instead of having one agency that still, even though we're organizing the work in an Agile fashion, mm-hmm. we actually went into the cross-functional teams model. And so we have two separate teams that work side by side. So the client gets the full, I mean, our developers sit at the table with the strategist when we're making decisions about what to do with their accounts. And they're looking at conversion rate optimization and site structure and page load and you know all those different Which things. Which is that, the way it should be. Because yeah. you have to have all those people who know their specialties to that degree all sitting at the same table because you don't yeah. want someone in marketing or an account manager making a decision that a developer's like, why did you tell the client that? You know, that's yep. not, not not how it works. Yep. Um, so talk, talk a little bit more about the team from the perspective of how you as a leader give them direction, but also balance that with equal parts of autonomy so that they can figure out the nuances themselves. Sure. Um, this has been really interesting for me because I'm a little bit of a control freak, which I'm sure <laughs> a lot of your agency owners are. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so watching two teams take off and then and then, you know, so we have fairly good processes. So we had gone through about a year of really heavy documentation of what we do and how we do it. And so we have this whole process docs folder in Google and you can look at like, how do I onboard somebody? How do I do this? How do I do that? It's all very sort of written down. Mm-hmm. Um, what we've had to do is kind of consider those as frameworks versus, you know, tried and true Bibles. And so each team has really started working together in very different ways based on each team's personalities and strengths and weaknesses and things like that. Yep. So each team has their own variations on those processes. Uh, as long as the clients are happy, I don't care, even though I did care a little bit. Um, so we're we're working this year on, they've kind of grown apart a little bit. And so next year, one of our goals for 2019 is sort of bringing them back together to share successes. So Mm -hmm. we've set up some structure around, you know, how are we going to, the strategists can work together to talk about what's working across their different client accounts and account managers can work together on what's working for their account stuff and things like that. So we're trying to build a little bit of that into the process. And do they get excited about that? Like, are they, are they into that or does it feel like we're we're finding our own way and leadership is saying you guys have to come back together or are they are they no yes so they wouldn't be on our team if they weren't excited about that we have really high levels of low ego and high collaboration and so it's really about putting the the best for the client first always and so um if we had somebody resistant to that they wouldn't be on our team so Um, yeah, they're great about it. We have a discipline director for each. So we have a design director and a marketing director. And so those people are in charge of the disciplines. And so they work on leveling people up across their teams, making sure the standards are met for our agency in a general sense. Um, you know, that type of thing. So, and with all this, um, the, the change and, you know, directions that you're being pulled in, uh, having this new presence in Colorado, how do you sort of balance your own time and manage your own time? Um, what does that look like for you? 
I'm really strict about um, maintaining time for my, you know, I have a child and a husband and the, the, like my family is very important and, and we, it's important for our entire staff. So we just had, we've had a year where some of our staff have gone through some crazy health things or their spouses have or um, whatever that is. And so, you know, I think it's, it's something we really value highly. And so I value it for myself. I'm going to leaving at 4:30 today. My daughter has a chorus performance and, you know, it's just, that's, that's number one. Number two is my work. Um, you know, and I can do my work at 10 PM or 4 AM or whatever it is. So, You'll figure um, it out. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the example that I set and that they see as well. So, and you know, we have required, everybody has to put in billable hours, just like at any other agency. Yep. They, they meet those. Some of our, we have some moms who leave at three and come back online at 8 PM after their kid goes to bed and then finish their day, you know, that type yeah. of thing. So, so just about being flexible. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, with, I guess, one of the other questions that I wanted to ask and sort of end the conversation with or wrap up with was, with all of this change happening at one time, I would imagine that the core, the foundation of your team had to be so rock solid. It's it's kind of like, I don't know, introducing something new into a, a relationship. You have to have a really, really core foundation before you can sort of take things to the next level. So... Um, talk a little bit about that. How vital was it that the team was already to that that you know really really strong foundation with the sharing of goals and and uh, uh, you know shared values and all of that? Um, just talk a little bit about that. Sure. So uh, we have shared core values, which I'm sure a lot of people talk about. We have them paint, painted on our wall, which I'm sure a lot of people do. Um, different to us is that we use them to guide just about every decision that we make. So while we're having a discussion between two people about how should we handle this, what should we do, somebody will throw a core value out and say, well, this is what we believe in. So here's why we're going to do yeah. it this way. Um, our people really adhere to them and trust in them. And we have awards around them every year. And we talk about them on a constant basis. We build them into our hiring and our firing and our, you know, pr process improvement, everything that we do. Um, so I think that's a big piece of it that we all kind of have that one thing we align behind. Yeah. But another piece of it is everybody, if you were to go down and interview everybody on our team and ask them what's unique about the big C culture, they'd all say it's a weird family. <laughs> and they, they'll say, I'm the dad. They'll say that my partner is the mom. And they will say, you know, that there's a weird uncle here or there. And it's just a, it's, we are a big, weird family. We all support each other in our highs and lows. We hang out together on the weekends. We know each other. Our kids are here in the office all the time. It's just a strange weird little family. So bringing new people in, you know, we have to know that they're going to fit into that family in the same way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of the, uh, my favorite stories that you shared when we met in uh, October was about the controller, I guess, coming to you and saying, Hey, Andy, what's this charge? What did you take like 500, 600 bucks out of the ATM for? And you told them that you <laughs> took everyone to the tattoo parlor. <laughs> you have to share this story. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, we, we have a, an anchor that we have used for a long time as our logo and we have since discontinued the use of it. So it has a, is a retired logo. Uh, but one of my employees was talking about, she wanted to get the anchor tattooed on her. And so I said, I'll go with you. In fact, I'll pay for it. And I happened to say that in the work area. And so about 10 other employees heard me say that and they're like, wait, you're paying for us to get the logo tattooed on us. And I said, sure. So, uh, yeah, so I went to the, uh, we went literally called around and found a place that could get us in that afternoon. And we 10 or 11 of us went down to the tattoo parlor and got the logo tattooed on ourselves. I don't know if you can see it. Yes, but, I can. Um, That's awesome. 
we had some people, it was their very first tattoo ever, and their parents are not very happy with us. <laughs> and some people, it was their first tattoo in, say, 10 or 12 years. Right. Um, people right. got them on their ankles and their wrists and, you know, everywhere. So, yeah, I had to, I didn't realize it was cash only. I thought I could throw this on the credit card and nobody would find out about it. But I had to go to the ATM <laughs> and pull out 600 bucks to pay for everything. You know, there's so many things about the story that I love. I think, first of all, when you talk about strength of culture, um, I, I feel like that same type of thing would have been something that my team at my agency would have done because oh. we had a very similar family-oriented, weird family-oriented uh, yeah. situation. Um, but just the fact that they wanted to get behind it and they wanted to like codify something on their bodies. I mean, that's granted. Young people don't make the best decisions all the time. <laughs> but in this case, I think that there's something really special about that. And yeah. I have to feel that as, or I have to imagine that as, the agency leader, that's got to really, you know, warm your heart and move you in ways oh. that other things may not. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That was definitely one of the highlights of, of owning this business and doing this and this being my life yeah. for sure. And yeah. I should note that they weren't all that young. Most of my employees are in their mid thirties. So they knew what they were making. Decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, so as we wrap up, uh, is there anything that, you know, I, we've covered so many different things in this conversation yeah. and it's been great. Um, but is there anything that you would sort of pull out as, I don't know, maybe the, the one takeaway or the one thing that you might hang your hat on when talking with other agency owners, um, if they're going through any of these things, whether it's opening up a second lo office location, thinking about developing a partnership, um, uh, maybe moving into agile methodology, whatever it is, just something that you can kind of pick out and say, this is what I would do, or this is what I would suggest. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things for us has been alignment. And it's really knowing that we are aligned behind the same things, not just goals, but values, core focus, the things that are our vision for the agency. You know, we went through we just went through a divorce with one of our partners. And so that was a big thing. We were just misaligned on what the what was important and what our priorities are. And so I think when the whole team is aligned and know those things and truly believe in those things, not just hear the talk, you know, I not think just paint um, it on the wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, live by um, it. You can make anything happen. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah. this. Thank you. It was good All to right. talk to you. You too. All right. All right. We'll talk okay. soon. All right. Bye. This episode has been brought to you by Workamajig, the number one creative agency management software. Show notes at thrive.workamajig.com. Find out how your creative agency can become more productive and more profitable. Schedule your demo at thrive.workamajig.com.